On this episode, three root muscle factors for better sex. This is the Holistic Alpha Male Optimization Podcast, where we help you unleash your true power as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm Steven Mathis. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you listening. Before we dive into the rest of the episode, a reminder that I'm here to help you. So if you have questions or you'd like to discuss one-on-one coaching with me, a couple of options. You can always shoot me a text, 801-742-1439, or you can look in the show notes for a number of other ways to contact me, including a link to my calendar where you can schedule a free clarity call and we can get on the phone and chat. If you'd like to discuss coaching, go ahead and schedule a clarity call. That's probably our best bet. We can get to know each other a little bit more and talk about if coaching would be a good fit. So let's talk about our root muscle and a few different factors that we need to look at if we are going to uh, maximize our root muscle for better sex. Let's catch everybody up and this might be a reminder for a few of you. Uh, What is our root muscle? Root muscle is the term that I like to use for what is actually a couple of different muscles that kind of layer and work together to form our pelvic floor. So this is basically the muscular floor of our torso. And for men, these muscles essentially wrap from behind the base of your penis down to uh, behind uh, around your anus, right? So this is that entire lower region. There's a couple of different muscles. The PC muscle is one of them, but these muscles layer together to form what is, I think, easiest to refer to as our root muscle. And our root muscle is actually very, very important for lots of things, not just for sex, but it absolutely uh, is critical if we're going to have the best sex possible. So this muscle is something that we need to pay attention to. It's something that we need to train. So let's talk about a few different factors that kind of come into play if we're going to have the best root muscle possible and thus support our sexual health as well as possible. The first thing is strength. If we're going to, uh, if we're going to have the best sex, the best sexual energy, our root muscle needs to be strong. It needs to be strong. The way that strength really impacts uh, this muscle and how it functions is in a couple of different ways. First of all, it definitely affects us from just a physical structure of our body, um, from an overall kind of energetic standpoint. Really, our root muscle in a lot of ways is the energetic base of our body. It is our energetic root. So if we are going to have uh, the best overall strength and energy possible, we need to have a strong root muscle. When it comes to sex specifically, having a strong root muscle uh, does a couple of things. The biggest thing really is that it facilitates the transfer of more energy through this muscle and more uh, ability to control and, and deal with that energy. So if our root muscle is not very strong, what will happen is as that energy builds, it's going to overwhelm the amount of energy that our root muscle can handle. And that's going to essentially result in ejaculation is usually what it results in oftentimes in premature ejaculation or ejaculating when we don't want to. Once we sort of cross the threshold of how much energy we can really harness and control, that energy has to go somewhere. 
And that's usually what's going to happen is it's going to go out of our body in the form of ejaculation. The other ways that strength of our root muscle really impact us in a big way is in the amount of overall sexual energy that you have and in erections. So the stronger your root muscle is, the more it will support and build your sexual energy and the more it will support and strengthen your erections. If we think about, you know, we think about erections from often from the standpoint of just externally, right? You, you look at your cock and what is happening from an erection standpoint there. But the thing to remember is that that structure is really much more than just what's visible on the external part of our body, right? That structure goes down deep into your body and is really kind of surrounded by and linked with your root muscle. So the stronger our root muscle is, in general, the stronger your erections will be. Now, it won't completely make up for other things that can drag your erection down, like excessive ejaculation or you know, not taking care of the basics of testosterone and, and those kind of things. But with those other things in place, the stronger your root muscle is, the better your erection quality will be, period. So having a strong root muscle is very, very important for a number of reasons. The other way that this really comes into play is in moving energy. So on some of the previous episodes, if you guys have been listening for a while, or if you go back in the archives and listen, we talk about this idea of moving sexual energy. So we have basically a pathway that is a sort of a, a circular pathway. I guess it's really more of an oval to be, to be technical about it. But we have a pathway that starts in our root muscle. It goes back to the base of our spine, up our spine, to the top of our head and then down the front of your head, down through your chest and down to sort of reconnect at the bottom. That circular pathway is the pathway that we want to start moving energy along. So I, I mentioned this idea of when energy builds up beyond what we can harness and control, that energy will want to go somewhere. And it's going to, in general, it's going to go somewhere in the form of ejaculating often when you're not wanting to, right? So the more that we can move energy along that circular pathway, the more we're be going to be able to not only control that energy, but also to really harness it. Because as we move energy along that pathway more, it flows into the rest of our body. It flows into our mind. It it leads to creativity. We talked on a recent episode about the creative power of sexual energy. In order for that to really take effect, in order for us to really find that benefit of it, we need to move the energy along that pathway. And in a lot of ways, we can think about our root muscle as really sort of a pump, right? It is kind of a, a, a pump that can function in a few different ways. One of the ways that it functions is to pump when you ejaculate, right? You know that feeling, right? It sort of pumps however many times it does and results in ejaculation. But the other thing that that pump does is it functions, if we use it that way, to move and pump that energy along that pathway. So if your root muscle is not strong, you're not going to be able to move that energy up your spine and along that pathway. And the more that we can move the energy along that path, the more that channel kind of gets opened up 
things start to really flow. That sexual energy energy starts to flow into the rest of your body, into the rest of your being. It starts to be able to, uh, you start to be able to control it much more effectively and really harness it much more effectively. And again, that root muscle is basically the pump that, that sends that energy up the spine. So the stronger that pump is, the more you're going to be able to send that energy up. And there's a, there's a, uh, a process, there's a journey to really opening up that pathway. For most of us, that pathway of, again, kind of back to the base of your spine, up your spine to the head, down the front of you, that pathway is, is somewhat sort of blocked for most of us. And there's, there's a journey to opening up that pathway. And it's a gradual process. What you'll find is that as you start working with moving energy in that way, it will gradually open up more and more where you're kind of gradually able to move that energy up higher and higher and higher. And eventually you'll open those channels where that energy can really, really flow. But if we do not have it, have a strong pump at the base of that uh, pathway, we're not going to be able to move that energy. So factor number one is strength. We need to have a strong root muscle. By the way, in a few minutes, we'll talk about how to go about training your root muscle, right? But factor number one is strength. We need to have strength. Factor number two is control. We need to be able to control what this muscle is doing. And more so than probably any other muscle in our body, we oftentimes, until we really are intentional about building that control, we really don't have control of that muscle. A lot of guys don't. A lot of guys struggle with really not having control. And the way that that plays out most often is in involuntary squeezes, right? Involuntary Kegels. A Kegel is sort of another way to, another term, right? To talk about the squeezing of that root muscle. But when we lack control, it's going to kind of do its thing. And that plays out a lot of times in uh, in those involuntary squeezes, which oftentimes results in and is the biggest cause of premature ejaculation is we don't have control of that muscle. And if we don't have control, then we're never going to be able to get the most out of it. We're never going to be able to really harness it to, to uh, really get the most benefit and power out of it. And it's also going to, again, lead to premature ejaculation. So we think about the other muscles in our body you probably have sort of absolute control of most of, if not all of the other muscles, right? You don't have, you're not walking around during the day and your, your arm just like randomly lifts up, right? Your arm lifts up when you decide to lift your arm. But for a lot of guys, the root muscle is not like that. A lot of times the root muscle is kind of firing on its own and that lack of control is a problem. We're never going to be able to really control our sexual energy, control our arousal, um, avoid premature ejaculation, move energy the way we want to move it, when we want to move it, if we don't have control of that muscle. So building control of that muscle is factor number two. Factor number three is relaxation. And this kind of plays into the idea of control. But when we think about control, we think about, okay, we want to be able to squeeze that muscle when we decide to squeeze it. We want to be able to sort of push it when we decide to push it. But relaxation is another sort of nuance of that. And relaxation of that muscle is again, something that a lot of guys struggle with. 
and not being able to fully relax that muscle uh, creates a lot of issues, right? For some guys, it gets to the point of, of creating serious challenges with that muscle. A lot of, a lot of guys deal with um, extreme tension in that area because it doesn't ever really relax. Even if it doesn't get to that point, a lack of being able to relax that muscle, again, is a big factor in premature ejaculation and not lasting as want, as long as you want to last. When we are having sex or edging, the majority of the time, the majority of the time during actual stimulation, we want to have that root muscle in a relaxed state, in a relaxed state, because that's where, that's when the, the energy can really flow through effectively. So it's very, very important to train our root muscle to be able to relax and specifically to be able to relax when it's under stress. Maybe stress is not the perfect word, but when it's under higher energy levels, because the higher the energy level gets, and when I say energy, that often comes in the form of arousal, right? But the higher the energy level gets, the more important it is to be able to relax that muscle, but at the same time, the harder it is to relax that muscle. So we very much need to train specifically to be able to maintain a state of relaxation in that muscle uh, two different times. One is just throughout the majority of the day, right? We wanna have outside of when we're training that muscle specifically, we wanna have it relaxed. We wanna train it to be in a state of relaxation. And then the other time is specifically to train it to stay in a, in a state of relaxation when there's higher energy levels, when there's higher arousal. Very, very important. So three factors that we wanna kind of think about, strength, control, relaxation. If any of those three are not really in place, it's going to create challenges, right? It's gonna create potentially erection challenges. It's gonna create challenges in terms of controlling your arousal, how long you're, be, you're able to last, whether you're able to really move that sexual energy around your body or whether it just sort of concentrates in your genital region. So those three factors, strength, control, and relaxation, we wanna keep in mind when it comes to training our root muscle. So let's talk about how to train it. There's a few different ways, okay? One of the ways that you will train your root muscle is during edging. One of the reasons that edging is so effective is not only that it gives us uh, a chance to train from a sort of stimulation kind of standpoint and practicing our breathing and, and all of that, right? But the other reason is that edging leads to basically root muscle, root muscle training because in the course of edging, you're going to end up squeezing and contracting that root muscle. Ideally, you're gonna probably end up doing a, a push, a root push in that as well. You're gonna practice relaxing during edging. So edging is actually a great way to train your root muscle, especially longer edging sessions. So one of the ways that I, one of the things that I talk about with clients and that I've mentioned a couple times on the show is thinking about edging from the standpoint that you might think about a workout right? So if you go out to, to work out your body, right? To go get exercise, to lift, to do kettlebells, to run, to whatever it is, there's only so much that you can do from an exercise standpoint 
in five minutes or 10 minutes, right? Five minutes or 10 minutes of exercise is better than zero, but you're not going to be able to get the same thing accomplished in five or 10 minutes that you can in a longer session. For those of you guys who are training hard, which I hope is most of you who training your body on a regular basis, you know that it, it takes longer, right? It's gonna take you 20, 30, 40 minutes, an hour, whatever it is to get a good workout in. And that same thing applies to edging. So five minutes of edging, 10 minutes of edging, absolutely better than zero. And uh, in a lot of cases, five or 10 minutes sort of on a, on a daily or regular basis, absolutely a very good thing. But we also wanna think about edging from the standpoint that those longer sessions, when we get into a longer edging session, there's just more that you can accomplish, just like you can accomplish more in a 45 minute or hour you know, lifting session than you could in five or 10 minutes you're gonna accomplish more in a half hour, 45 minute hour edging session than you can in five or 10 minutes. That's, it's just a reality, right? So getting some of those longer edging sessions in, and it may not be feasible for you to have a longer edging session like that every day. It may not even be feasible for it to be every other day or whatever, but as often as you can, extending those edging sessions out longer comes with a whole bunch of benefits one of which is more training of your root muscle, right? You're, it's gonna build more strength. It's gonna build more control because you're practicing controlling it more. It's gonna build a greater ability to relax it because ideally you're practicing relaxing it as you're edging. So longer edging sessions, especially very effective for training your root muscle. The other way is just specifically training your root muscle, right? Doing root muscle training sessions. I've talked about, um, you can use an app for this. There's an app, if you're on uh, on iPhone, there's an app called Stamina, S-T-A-M-E-N-A, that is quite good. Um, I like it for a few reasons. It does um, the right sort of mixture of different lengths of holds, which I'll talk about more in just a second. Um, it also takes you through both, uh, both a squeeze and a push or a reverse uh, sort of Kegel, right? So we can think about, there's different terminology for the same thing, right? A root squeeze is like a Kegel. A root push is like a reverse Kegel. I've used both of those terms. We can use those terms interchangeably. If you use the stamina app, it's going to talk about, uh, it's going to use the terms Kegel and squeeze and then reverse Kegel and push, right? So it's kind of the two sides of it. So stamina is good in the sense that it will take you through both sides of that, which is very, very important, very important to practice both a squeeze and a push when it comes to our root muscle. Uh, if you're on uh, Android, there are some Kegel training apps on Android. I'm not, there's not sort of a, uh, what I would consider a best of breed uh, on Android. You can play around with those, but of course you don't need an app. An app is just helping you with the timing. Whether you use an app or not, when you are engaging in just a specific uh, root muscle training session, which the beautiful thing about this is you can do, you can train your root muscle anytime, anywhere. You can do it when you're driving. You can do it when you're walking. You can do it when you're sitting your, at your desk at work. Nobody's gonna know. You can do it with other people around. You can do it literally anytime, anywhere. So that's a very good thing, which makes it easier to do, which means the only thing that it really takes is the willingness to do it and remembering to do it. Um, you, don't, you, can, you don't even need time to do it because you can do it while you're doing other things. If you're driving to work, you can do it while you're driving to work. That's a great time to do it to and from work, right? So maybe you maybe you do a Kegel training session while you're driving to work 
and then you do do another one when you're driving home. That's another. That's a great time to do it because you're already sitting, you're already in the car. You might as well make more effective use of that time. You might be listening to this podcast while you're driving, right? While we're driving, as long as we're paying attention and driving, we can sort of do some of these other things and make better use of that time. So training your root muscle during that time um, is a great thing, but really you can do it anytime. When you train your root muscle specifically, and when I say train it specifically, I'm talking not during edging or whatever, just training the muscle, just like you would go and train your other muscle, other muscles. Um, a few things we want to keep in mind. Number one is to train both the squeeze side and the push side. And the push side, the reverse Kegel or a root push um, is a little trickier. Okay. It's a little, there's a little more uh, time and effort that it takes for most guys to get that down because it's not as natural. So a squeeze, a root squeeze is something that all of us have done, right? That's something that we probably started doing early on in our life, really almost, almost automatically. Okay. A lot of guys do that automatically. Just, you know, they get aroused throughout the day. They have a thought that arouses them. They see somebody that's attractive. They, you know, whatever it, the, the squeeze side is, is much more automatic and it's something that everybody has done. Everybody, every man has has squeezed that root muscle, okay? But on the push side, that's not something that's automatic. Nobody, I shouldn't say nobody, but the vast, vast majority of people never really do reverse Kegels or a root push, again, same thing, um, until they intentionally start to do them. So because of that, it's a little trickier to get down and it's a little kind of trickier just anyway it's just it, there's a little more nuance to kind of dialing that in so if it takes you some time to get the push side down uh that's fine that's totally common don't be concerned about that the other thing is that when you do the push side um a lot of times it's going to kind of engage your abs a little bit we don't want to really engage our abs but it's it's probably going to a little bit so again don't let that concern you either that's okay. It's part of the process. As time goes on, that will get less and less where you'll be able to dial in more um, to just really isolating your root muscle and not engaging your abs so much. But really, uh, it, there's it, there's almost always going to be a little bit of a, a little bit of a link with some of those other muscles in the area when you do the push. There just kind of is. It's very very hard to really truly isolate on the push side. On the squeeze side, you can really isolate just that root muscle much more effectively on the push side it's going to kind of engage your abs a little bit again you don't want to do that a lot but don't be concerned if it does that a little bit so when you're uh when you're practicing your root muscle training right again the first thing is train both the squeeze side and the push side the next thing is we want to train different lengths of holds and really want to think about three different lengths of holds one is sort of a medium length hold somewhere maybe around the five to 10 seconds per hold, okay? The second thing is is very short holds, maybe a second where it's like a second on, a second off, a second on, a second off. And then the third one, very important, is longer holds. So we're talking 20 seconds, 30 seconds, maybe even a minute as you build up more strength. And all three of those are important, um, partially for building up different types of strength and then partially for that control right when we when we can engage it for different lengths of time we start to build not only the strength but also to uh, to build control the other thing that you want to practice when it comes to root training is 
is switching from one side to the other. This will help with your control. So one of the things that I would suggest, if you use stamina, just as an example, I know a lot of you have downloaded that. Um, it, it will take you through sort of all of the squeeze side first and then all of the push side. And that's good. But another thing that I would suggest practicing is going straight from one to the other. So straight from a squeeze to a push. And again, that will help build that control aspect. Now, when it comes to the, the push, by the way, let's take just a second and clarify. We want to train the push side. We definitely want to train it. When you're engaged in sex or in edging, you're, there's probably not going to be a lot of times that you're going to want to do a, a strong push because a strong push of your root muscle can actually sort of take you over the edge similarly to how a, a, a squeeze would. What The reason that we want to train the, the push side, including to strong push side, is that that helps us find a place of relaxation in the middle. So we tend to get very out of balance where we get very much pulled to the squeeze side. And by training the push side as well, it helps us find that place in the middle. And that place in the middle of relaxation is really where we want to be the majority of the time. So if you are really wanting to move energy up along that pathway, that's when you're going to engage a squeeze, right? But, and, and you can also engage a push, sort of a lighter push to a lot of times that will take your arousal level down. That's something else to work with and to practice. But the majority of the time when you're edging or when you're having sex, we want to be in that place of relaxation in the middle, because when we're in that place, it allows the energy to sort of flow through in a, in a way that allows it to sort of dissipate. It allows it to flow along that pathway up your spine and allows it to sort of flow into the rest of your body. As soon as you start to really um, engage on, uh, especially on the squeeze side, what it really starts to do is focus and gather that energy. And if we're, uh, if we're, if we've built up the ability to move that energy up along our spine, along that pathway, that's how we're going to do it. Right. But a lot of times that focusing of that energy is what will take guys over the edge. And that what's, that's what will lead to you not lasting as, as long as you want to last. So the more time that we can spend in that relaxation place in the middle, the longer you're going to be able to last, the more the energy will just sort of flow through and flow into the rest of your body instead of being so concentrated. Okay, so again, training your root muscle, uh, we want to think about training both the squeeze and the push. Uh, we want to think about different lengths of holds. And then the other thing, maybe the final thing, is to, uh, is to really focus on, on, on strong squeezes, on strong pushes. So you can try this now. Um, it, you can sort of engage that muscle in a squeeze where, yeah, it's engaged, but then you can engage it harder, stronger, right? Just like you, just like you would lift heavier weights, you can train, you can train that muscle to be stronger. So there's a difference between just engaging that muscle somewhat where, yeah, it's squeezing, right? Or yeah, it's pushing, but there's a difference between that and really engaging it strongly. So as you train your root muscle more and more, one of the things you wanna think about 
is really building up where you're squeezing harder, where you're pushing harder, where you're training that muscle to actually be stronger. So more reps will help it be stronger, but also actually just squeezing harder will help it be stronger. The last way, uh, so in terms of how to train our root muscle, we talked about training it during edging, right? We talked about training it just anytime where you're just specifically training it. The third way, and this is something I've mentioned a couple times before, is you can train this while you work out. And this is something I know some of the guys that listen to this show um, are already doing this. I know a couple of guys who are incredible athletes who I know this is a big factor. And you can train it while you exercise. Because again, this root muscle is in a lot of ways, it is the energetic base of our body. And the stronger this root muscle is, it's not only going to lead to all sorts of sexual benefits, but it leads to just more energy, more power. So when you are training, and this is especially applicable, um, especially applicable to rep-based exercises, right? So if you're going for a run, for example, probably not going to be so easy to apply during that. But if you're lifting, you're doing kettlebells, you're doing body weight exercises, you can absolutely engage your root muscle and train it while you're exercising. And you're really getting, you're sort of knocking out two birds with one stone when you do that, because it's going to improve the results that you get from your workout. But then it's also, of course, going to be training your root muscle, and that's going to lead to to, to better functionality and strength when it comes to sex. So how you would do this, for example, you can, you can play around with exactly how you implement this. But one example would be, uh, let's say, for example, you are doing a set of squats. Okay. So maybe barbell squats or kettlebell squats, or even just body weight squats. One way that you could implement this would be to, uh, if you're doing that squat before you start to lower yourself into that squat, you engage your root muscle. You keep your root muscle engaged in a strong squeeze as you go throughout that squat. When you get back to the top, you release it. Before you lower again, you go back into that squeeze. So one of the things you want to practice here is not only uh, not only engaging it, but controlling it. So you don't want to just get into the thing where you just sort of squeeze, squeeze, squeeze all the time and Sometimes you're squeezing more intentionally and sometimes your mind just gets lost in other stuff and you're not really paying attention. You want to very intentionally move from a place of squeezing to a place of releasing. And you may actually do a bit of a push to help you come back to that place of release. So you could do this rep by rep or you could do it for a whole set. So for example, let's say you're doing a set of five or 10 squats before you start moving, before you start movement of that set, you're standing, you're ready to start squatting, for example, boom, you engage your root muscle in a strong squeeze. You keep that root muscle engaged in that strong squeeze as you do your reps, boom, up and down, up and down. Keep that root muscle squeezed. When you, when you finish your set, those five or 10 reps or whatever it is, then you release that root muscle very intentionally. You want to practice the intentional release of it and feel that and come back to a place of relaxation. If you don't do that, you're going to get in kind of caught in that cycle where it's just, you're not, you're not training the control. Yes, you would be training the strength, but unless you're really intentionally and mindfully allowing and 
for the release and coming back to that place of relaxation, then you're not really training control. And we want to, of course, train not only strength, but control. This is really, really effective, you guys, to train your root muscle while you exercise. It is incredible the benefits that you will find uh, from a workout standpoint. It really makes a big difference energetically. Uh, it's, it's really powerful, actually, in how much energy, how much additional energy will flow into your movement when you have a strong engagement of your root muscle. It makes a big difference. And of course, you're also training it in a way that's that's going to lead to better sex. So let's wrap up here a little bit. What do we talk about? Three factors that we want to pay attention to when we train our root muscle. Strength, control, and relaxation. What are the ways that you can train your root muscle? Well, you train them by edging, especially longer sessions. You train it by just specifically training it, right? Which again, you can kind of do anytime, anywhere. And you train it by training it during exercise, which again, kind of kills two birds with one stone. Very beneficial, not only for training your root muscle, but also for exercise. So guys, this is probably having a strong root muscle that you have really good control over, that you can really relax and keep relaxed under duress uh, or under higher energy arousal levels. This is a huge, huge factor, huge factor in having better sex in so many ways, better erections, better control. You know, there are other things, of course, that come into um, that come into having better sex, right? And lasting longer and, and having stamina and having good erections and all those things. I mean, our breathing matters and what we're eating and our training and how we're supporting our testosterone and all these other things matter. But our root muscle is a big, big factor. So if you want to have the strongest, healthiest body possible overall, if you want to have the greatest amount of overall energy, if you want to have the greatest amount of sexual energy, and if you want to have the best sexual experience, training your root muscle is a big priority. It should be a part of every day. It should be a part of every single day. Just like I believe that we should be training our body and exercising every day, we should be training our root muscle every single day. So make sure this is part of your routine. Figure out when it comes to the uh, root muscle training specifically, right? So, uh, and, and actually edging as well, right? Both edging and your, your root training figure out where they can fit in your day. One of the things that will hold guys back from making these things a consistent habit is that there's not enough specificity in when and under what circumstances you're going to do it. So if you just set the intention after listening to this, oh, okay, I'm going to start training my root muscle every day. Okay. That's very vague. When are you going to train it? Where are you going to train it? If you set the intention to say, okay, I have a 20 minute drive to work. I have a 20 minute drive home from work. I'm going to train my root muscle every day on that drive. Now it's much more specific and it's much more likely to happen, right? When it comes to edging, if you just say, oh, I'm going to start edging every day. That's very vague. There's no specifics in that. If you say, okay, I'm going to start edging every morning after I get out of the shower before I start with the rest of my day, or I'm going to edge every morning after I have my coffee before I start with the rest of my day, or I'm going to edge every 
night after I shut off my phone for the night. It, it doesn't really matter when it is, but what matters is the specifics. The more with, and this applies to any habit, meditation, edging, Kegel, uh, you know, root muscle training, whatever it is, when you're trying to engage a new habit in your life and try to, you're, you're getting that, you're wanting to get that to be consistent. The more specific that you can get about when exactly when and potentially where you're going to do it, the more likely it is that you're going to stick with it. So if there's things that you're struggling to stick with on a consistent basis, any habit, any habit, if there's any habit that you're trying to implement and, and get more consistent with, and you're, and you're struggling to be consistent with it, look at getting more specific about exactly when you're going to do it. And this may take some, some experimenting, right? You may pick, okay, well, this is the time I'm going to do it. And then you find that that time doesn't end up working that well because it gets interrupted or it just doesn't flow and feel in alignment, whatever. You may need to sort of move it around and experiment with where that is. But the more specific you can get, this is when I'm going to do it. This is the point in my day. I'm going to do it after this other activity, which is a really, that's a really impactful one. So whether it's edging, it's, it's root training, it's exercise, it's meditation, whatever it is. One of the most important things about this being specific is looking at the things you're already doing every single day and decide where it can fit in. You, you attach it to another habit. So I've talked about before from a meditation standpoint, the way that I often incorporate meditation is after I have, uh, it used to be coffee. Now I drink yerba mate, right? But the way that I initially got meditation to be much more consistent, consistent in my life is I would meditate immediately after I had my morning coffee. So I was already having that coffee every morning. It was already a daily habit. I didn't have to think about that. That was already automatic. So what I did is I decided, okay, I'm going to attach meditation to that thing that's already happening every day. So when you're trying to incorporate a new habit and edging is edging is a, um, a big one for a lot of guys making that edging practice, a regular thing can be a challenge, but it doesn't matter. Edging, you know, root training, whatever it is, look at the things you're already doing every single day automatically that you're already doing and then attach the new habit to one of those things, either immediately before one of those one of those things that's already happening or immediately after one of those things that's already happening. It's really powerful how much of a difference that can make in you being consistent with the new habit. Get more specific. The more specific you get about when and where you're going to do it, the more you attach it to something that's already taking place every day, the easier it's going to be to be consistent with it. So train your root muscle every day. I promise you guys, this pays major, major dividends. And the final thing to keep in mind with this is it takes time. I mean, it's going to take time to really, it's going to take time and consistency to really build up the strength, to really build up the control. Just like you wouldn't take somebody who's not exercising and, and take them into a gym and expect them a week later to be able to deadlift 300 pounds you you don't take somebody who hasn't been training their root muscle and expect that a week later they're going to have this incredibly strong well-controlled root muscle that's not how it works just like training other muscles it takes time and consistency so what that means is that this needs to be this needs to be something we incorporate as a lifestyle right this isn't like oh i'm going to train my root muscle every day for the next week no this is i'm going to make root muscle training a part of my life 
on an ongoing basis. And as time goes by where you're, where you're consistent with that, it's going to start to build up. The impacts are going to start to build up. It's going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. You're going to get better and better control. You're going to be able to relax it, right? So incorporate this as a lifestyle, understand that it takes time. And for example, if we think about that using your root muscle to move that energy up along your spine, that takes time, right? When I work with clients around that aspect, it, it's not something that happens in a week. It's something that takes time and consistency. So decide that it's something that it's important to you, having a strong, capable root muscle, and then decide to incorporate root muscle training consistently as a part of your lifestyle. And it will pay major, major dividends over time in your body, your overall health, your energy, and of course, when it comes to your sexual energy and your sexual experience. So this is something I believe for us, you guys, training our root muscle is really, you know, it, it probably doesn't have the kind of impact on our health and our longevity that that exercising the rest of our body does, but it's it's right up there. I mean, if we want to really be the best that we can be in all the ways, training our root muscle is very important. So if you've fallen off the path of making this a habit, get back on it. If you haven't really gotten on that path, get on it. Keep those three factors in mind, strength, control, relaxation. Keep in mind that you can train the root muscle specifically. You can train it during edging and you can train it during exercise. The more of those you incorporate, the more progress you're going to make. Um, one final note on that, on training your root muscle. And that is just like with training other muscles, when you train it intensely, there is a possibility that you can sort of overdo it a little bit, right? If you go out and you lift, you do body weight stuff, whatever it is, you can overdo it where, where you get some tension that builds up. And that's possible with your root muscle. So you don't want to try to do too much too soon. And the other thing is you can actually, just like you can use a foam roller or, you know, another type of, of roller to roll out some of that ten tension in other places of your body. One thing that you may want to do as you're training your root muscle is you can actually roll out that muscle. What I like to do for that is you can get um, a tennis ball works great for that. Um, you can use your hands, of course, but basically you want to get in that in that region, right? Which is essentially the external access to this is going to be basically starting at sort of the base of your scrotum back to your anus, right? In that taint area. And if you take a tennis ball or you use your hands, you can massage and roll out that area to help release some tension. And especially if you struggle with relaxation. If you have a lot of tension build up in that area, which some guys do just from sort of squeezing and holding those squeezes so much habitually throughout their life, or again, just as a result of training, if you have a lot of tension that's building up in that area, roll it out, get a ball, get a tennis ball and roll out that area. It will help. It will help it be healthier. It will help release that tension. Or of course you can do it just sort of with massage with your hands as well. So uh, remember to do that. That way you don't have excessive tension um, building up and get out there and practice this, practice this, make it a lifestyle. You'll feel the benefits. I promise. If you have questions about this, if you would like to, again, talk to me about one-on-one -on -one coaching, reach out to me. I'm here to help you. So look in the show notes, lots of ways to contact me. 
Um, I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your weekend. For those of you guys who are listening live, whenever you're listening, I'm sending you good vibes. I appreciate you being here, being a part of this community. And I appreciate your, um, your attention, your trust in listening to me. Thank you. Sending you guys awesome vibes. Have an amazing rest of your day. And we'll talk to you soon.